morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Terry Stotts gets the first uh, second, the first interview of the second round of interviews that the Lakers are handing out. I give my thoughts on that. And then in the second half of the show, if you don't want to listen, no problem. I didn't want to dive into this subject while Harrison was sitting there because I didn't want him to feel like he was out of control of the situation. This is my show. This is my platform. And there are just a few things that I feel like I have to get off of my chest. So we're going to dive into that. The Lakers are reportedly advancing in their coaching search. They are going to, they have already interviewed Terry Stotts. They are going to interview Darvin Ham again, and they are going to interview Kenny Atkinson again. Uh, the fact that Terry Stott's name is the first one to leak in this second round of interviews was really interesting to me. It signaled to me a couple things. So first, uh, it signaled obviously that all right, the Lakers are advancing in this process, and um, an already uh, slow process is is maybe kind of sort of uh, speeding up a little bit. I gave my theory as to why I thought that it has been moving as slowly as it has a couple uh, shows, a couple lowdowns ago, or uh, last lowdown. And then I I expanded on that point with Harrison on yesterday's uh, Lakers Lounge. Um, So obviously the the, the progress here is, is worth noting. With Terry Stott specifically, I found this interesting. So based on what I have heard to this point, he isn't the front runner to get this job here with the Lakers. Based on what I know um, in Charlotte from, from the, the, the folks who I know covering that team, uh, he is not the leader to get that job there either. So what this felt like to me was Stotts or his people basically throwing his name out there like, hey, the Lakers are interviewing me. You'd better make a decision here, Charlotte, or Lakers, you better make a decision here, or Lakers fans, hey, get excited. This is the first guy that they're hiring. Um, It it was him applying pressure to the situation to get his name out there um, more pervasively than it has been to this point in the coaching rumors uh, cycle. So, uh, look, the Lakers are still going to talk to Atkinson. They're still going to talk to him. Again, based on what I know to this point and my own personal preference, Ham seems to be the front runner for the Lakers job. Um, and we'll see how quickly the Lakers go through this next round of interviews and then what the steps are after they go through this next round of interviews. Uh, but but Stotts being the first one mentioned here, uh, it's just like Aaron and I talk about all the time on the hook. When stuff like this leaks, usually it's somebody leaking it with a purpose, and I thought the purpose here was was fairly clear. All right, now look, uh, that is going to be it for basketball talk, and I'm not even going to go very long on the other end of this um, when it comes to some thoughts on Uvalde and the situation out there. Um, I'm giving everybody an opportunity here. Turn off your podcast if you don't want to hear anything about it. I don't even blame you. I personally... I'm having a hard time balancing the instinct to continue to pay attention to this because we owe it to the families who lost kids and also trying to distract myself for my own mental health. So after the swish sound here, 
there is not going to be anything basketball related, Lakers related. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. The thing I keep hearing when it comes to Ovalde, and we heard it after El Paso, we heard it after Sandy Hook, we heard it after uh, Stoneman Douglas. Like we've we've heard, we hear it over and we heard it after Buffalo. We hear it every time we get this mass shooting, right? And especially, um, and and obviously Buffalo wasn't a a school shooting, but especially after school shootings. We always hear, how dare you politicize the situation here, right? And um, I'm, I'm not going to go into Democrat versus Republican here. That's not, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm begging people to hold our elected officials, hold their feet to the fire, and just, just demand something, something here. Now, on the right, you're going to hear, well, we need more security measures. We need to, you know, bring, bring more cops into the fold um, and be more pre- proactive on that side of things. Personally, I think in, you know, at, at Robb Elementary specifically, right, or at all of these schools, the notion that these kids who are already traumatized, having seen their friends and their teachers mowed down, the notion that they're not going to walk into school and see cops holding the guns that mowed their friends down feels kind of triggering, for lack of a better term. Actually, I don't think there is a better term there. Triggering is a reference to the trigger. And these kids who are already going to be dealing with trauma for the rest of their lives are now going to walk into school and again see those triggers. So personally, I don't think that's how I would handle this situation. 89% of this country stands behind the notion of common sense gun reform when it comes to background checks, when it comes to just, just being smarter about who gets to wield these weapons of of just devastating destruction and look you're listening to this i get notes all the time hey can you cut out the cussing because my kid is sitting in the back in, in the in the back row they're sitting behind me and i don't want them hearing the f word and i always kind of roll my eyes because like avery has access to that that same f word but i understand the the instinct to protect your kid from everything. And that's the part that I find myself fighting myself with the most here. I know that Avery needs to go to school. I know that when Miles is born, he's going to need to go to school. I know that over the last couple of years, kids not being able to go to school because of COVID has set those kids back in ways that we can't even fathom right now. But I also know that I can't possibly feel safe sending my kid to school, especially in the state that I live in, knowing how easy it is for people to come by these weapons that just time after time after time wreak havoc on families and, on, and more importantly, on these kids. And again, all I ask 
and I'm not getting political here, I promise. All I ask is that those officials that you voted for, those officials that are going to be asking for your vote again in November, demand more. They're all cowards to this point. They know the numbers on who supports what, but God forbid they act because it might set off the wrong crowd. And by the wrong crowd, I mean the people who are lining their pockets with all kinds of money to make sure that we go numb to these things. I exist to be a distraction from your day-to-day. I exist so that on your ride to work and your ride home from work, you can think about the Lakers and you cannot think about how shitty the rest of your day was. I cannot be a distraction from this. So again, just demand more.